My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. It's Geek Stuff, TNG. What the fuck is a reboot? We're gonna be rolling out a lot of new things. Where the stars in this piece of shit? Oh, are you? I am the sandwich. No one of consequence. You can find me on Xbox at Fat Dumbledore. <laughs> you know what keeps going through my head? Where's my sandwich? To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am West Coast. How the hell did I get roped into this? Show me what you got. Scotty, beam me up. The force is strong with this one. And I am Big Kev. Hail to the king, baby. Yo, that kid Monty is fired. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. And here we go. All right, so did anybody watch the game yesterday? Actually, yes. Did you watch I actually, I had every intention of watching the game, and then something came up right at the last moment, and I chose to do that thing, um, a work thing, and I thought, I'll be gone really briefly, and I wasn't. To complicate matters even more, I had decided before the work thing came up that I had a turkey that since I wasn't going to work yesterday, I had a turkey and I I decided, you know what, I'm going to cook this turkey also because I'm going to be, you know, home because, you know, cookie, a turkey takes like three, four hours to cook. Right. Mm -hmm. So I decided, well, I'm going to be home anyway. I might as well cook this turkey. And so I have the turkey, it's prepped. I've literally just put it in the oven when this work thing pops up. And I'm like, now I'm in a quandary because I don't, A, want to go because I want to watch the game and two, should not go because I have a turkey in the oven. And so I went anyway because I told the people, I said, uh, I'm sorry, my availability is really tight today and blah, blah, blah. And they offered me, an obscene amount of money and so i said well turkey and football be damned i'm gonna run out and do this and i did it and i came back the turkey was still perfect the house didn't burn down i did not get to see the game which really pissed me off but i was able to find all the good commercials after and so we should probably leap right in uh once we've identified what program this is and we should talk about those commercials many of which i think are many of which i think fall in our wheelhouse so all right well why don't we start with the the social medias uh welcome to what is this episode 670 of geek stuff where you can follow us on 670 we're going to be at 700 before you know it um you can follow us on all the social medias, the Facebooks, Twitters, Instagrams. Ooh. It is Geek Stuff, TNG, and all of those places. You can interact with the show by calling the GVM line. 
201-730-2547. Or you can even email us. At geeksoftng at gmail.com. I won't be I won't be out by Scott for seven hundred. That's that's sooner than Let's what is this? What episode is this? Six, so, six seven. What? So we got thirty weeks. So thirty weeks? No, 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 no. I th- I just thought that would have been funny if if I actually met you for the seven hundredth episode. That would be really funny. Maybe we'll do the geek stuff tea and flea for episode seven hundred. <laughs> oh yes, the tea and flea. What was the other one? Did you write these down? I hope you wrote these down. It was guesses and theories. Guesses and theories. We got to. Uh, uh, no, it's not guesses. It's TNG. It's theories and guesses. Theories and guesses. Sorry, <laughs> got it backwards. Yeah, theories and apostrophe guesses. That's what it is. I hope you're writing these things down because we're going to develop these things one day. No, I do have those written Especially down. Especially that other thing. Did you get that website yet? Did you purchase that website I have yet? Not made any website purchases. God damn it! I'll lock Scott. it up right next to Eats stuff. I'm sure we got that one locked up, so we're all okay. right. Um, I'm not joking. I I plan on making that a thing. I have all. I'm speaking to all sorts of people about it. That's not a joke. I'm hey. telling the truth. Normally, when we talk about stuff like eat stuff and stuff like that, it's funny behind the scenes. It's funny because probably not ever going to happen. This thing is going to happen. This thing that we're joking about now, this is going to happen. So, I mean, I can attest we had a team meeting after the last show. We actually talked offline and not on mic about it. That's right. That's how you know things are real. Because if we're talking about it and we're not sharing it like with the world, that shit is real. So some of the ways you can help some of these things come to reality, manifest them into the world, would be to support the show over on Patreon. It is patreon.com slash geekstufftng. For just a dollar a month, you can uh, join the Discord server and chat with members of the show. Three dollars a month, it's the early bird special, so as soon as we're done recording the episodes and I get it uh, edited, they pop up on the Patreon, the early bird special. The prep sheet goes in there, too. There's a lot of work that goes into the prep sheet, so I think that's, you know, really part of the value for the $3 level. At $5 a month, it's the bonus round. You get sandwich shops and vintage episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Uh, Those come out every other week on the 1st and the 15th. I actually just put up episode 72 just now. And then What happened in it? uh, Actually, it was 73, and you had just built Studio B? What's Studio B? Oh, really? Studio B? That would be... That would have been... That was the studio that got robbed and then flooded. <laughs> Did you I'm buy correct. insurance when you set up Studio B? That would have been the right thing to no. do. No. Oh, I mean, yeah I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. No, there was insurance for the first thing, but nobody would get insurance for the second thing because it would never happen. And then it did. <laughs> was it like a shed? No, it was my house. <laughs> it was my ha- one you know sandwich. Yeah. Remember the basement? Yeah. So b- b- before, actually, this is before I knew Sandwich, actually. But, by a long uh, time. <laughs> by, not by a long time. Not by a long time. September 2007. Oh, wait, 2007? Yeah. No, that's too early. No, we went to the same school, but we didn't we didn't know each other. So No, 2007 is too early. So I'm wondering. Well, now I'm wondering what Studio B is. I don't know. I'll have to listen to that classic episode to find out more Ooh. about Studio B because yeah. I don't think it's it's not the studio I'm thinking of. It's like the prequel. No, seven. No one remembers what happened. 
Yeah. So you it's get not in 07. That's way too early. Well, absolutely. So... In episode 73, you get the Bad Mother Canucker doing a steroid and uh, WWE update. And then in the third segment, oh. there was three segments back then, you get uh, the maximum 15 hottest superhero girls. Oh, that was an article we talked about. Yeah, yeah. Maxim Magazine. <laughs> and good. then, uh, yeah. So, again, the, the vintage episodes, I'm really enjoying them. And uh, so then for $10 a month, you it's can... It's a snapshot of the past. Oh, yeah. Oh, and it was you talked about the casting of Zoe Saldana as Uhura. So that was like the news back then. So Oh, okay. Yeah. And now she's Gamora, and she's in the, the next two Avatar movies that are going to come out. I mean, you know... Three. Three? Next, three. There's going to be three more? Oh, my goodness. Three sequels. God help us. Yeah, we'll get through them. And we'll talk about them all here on Geek Stuff. And for $10 a month, you can watch us do that live on the Instagrams. All yeah, right. Exciting. So what was your favorite commercial sandwich? Um, Favorite commercial? Moon Knight. Was probably How are we commercial. categorizing, though? Because that's too broad. Well, no, you can have a favorite. Well, you know, just, you're going to talk did like. Did you have a general favorite, favorite just to like start? TV movie premiere kind of commercial? Are we talking comedy commercial? Or are we, you know? Yeah, I know. Because I mean, honestly, I had, I had a few myself. Right. I don't know about the sandwich. What was your so what what was your favorite movie or TV related one sandwich? It was probably Moon Knight. Because the I other, agree. I thought I think, it was pretty good. I think because Doctor Strange didn't air during the Super Bowl, but it came out that day. Right, they did a teaser for it on the Super Bowl. Okay, but the... so you'd be judging the teaser, and yeah. I think the teaser did its job because I immediately wanted to see that trailer. Yes. All right, so the tra- the trailer doesn't count. Um, yeah, none of the other commercials outside of like our genre, and even the ones in our genre, kind of nothing really stood out to me as like, wow, that's a good Super Bowl commercial. Besides, there was that Toyota commercial. With the two brothers, that was like, oh, that was nice. That was like a good heart moment. And then, you know. Oh, like the Blind Brothers or something? Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. nice. That was like a nice that commercial. It made me feel good. I uh, I, uh, I liked I liked Moon Knight as well. That was that was good. I, I didn't. I felt there was too many um, Uncharted commercials. Did you feel that? I felt like there was one almost every other break. Yeah, they're pushing it. And I'm not. And the audacity for them to use indiana who as one of their little taglines is some fucking balls let me tell you <laughs> balls go for it um yeah i mean i'm not excited about it at all i never played the game i don't it, to me it just doesn't look it looks like tom holland should put the suit back on because that's what it looks like to me it looks like <laughs> you know uh i'm trying to think of a no way home you know a home title uh far from home they already used so it's like Maybe the MCU. go home, Spider-Man go home, you know, like uh, for this movie. I don't know. But I, I just wasn't digging it. I also didn't know. Perhaps I didn't know that Mark Wahlberg is also part of this movie. Now, I don't yes. have anything against Mark Wahlberg. Marky Mark. What's that? Marky Mark. Marky Mark. Yeah, I don't have anything against him. I'm not a huge fan of his, but I have nothing against him, but I kind of saw him in it and I was kind of like, Oh really? I just, Oh, okay. I guess, you know, I just, just didn't, just didn't, just didn't dig it, honestly. Um, and then I did, uh, 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 as far as other commercials that were not TV or movie related, although I think, I feel like there's a movie one that I'm forgetting. 
that I that I liked a lot, and I don't remember what it is. Maybe it'll come to me during the show. But as far as non movie related, uh, necessarily movie, not uh, in other words, not for a movie or a TV show. Well, of course, um, I should say this too that NBC took the opportunity to promote the fuck out of the return of Law and Order. Just yes. sort of the regular Law and Order, which I was very happy about because I actually liked that show. So that's kind of cool. And um, so there was that. But as far as the non ones go, I think the Colin Jost and Scarlett Johansson Amazon one was really, really funny. Did you guys see that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one I thought was really, really funny. And he had to write that. Because that reeks of Colin Jost. So I'm guessing he wrote it maybe with some other people. But uh, I just and I think it's great that Scarlett Johansson did it with him and so on and so forth. So, yeah, I I actually really enjoyed that one. And the one and another one that I really enjoyed was and Sandwich, this is coming at you. Did you see the one for the all electric? uh, Whatever the truck was with Meadow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just about to mention that. I forgot about that one. I was waiting for you to. Stop talking. Say I liked it, and then yeah, first. and they uh, uh yeah, and so basically it was like the opening of the Sopranos, but but Meadow is driving the all new electric pickup truck of some brand that I don't remember Chevy, all new electric Chevy pickup truck, and it's basically they've recreated the opening of the Sopranos with that, and then at the end, it's Robert Eisler, uh, uh, what's his name, AJ, uh, AJ soprano is there at the end and they have a nice hug and whatever it was it's it was really it was really kind of awesome aren't they in front of the place where the series finale took place isn't that where they're like meeting no it wasn't okay i wasn't sure i just kind of for some reason whatever the background was that's what i thought it was maybe they were meeting at that place to have no onion rings i actually didn't i didn't look to see specifically where it was i know it wasn't it wasn't that place though because that that they drove by the pork but, store, right? Which is actually not there anymore. Is that correct? Satriales. Yeah. yeah. They, they, yeah. I mean, they drove by a bunch. Uh, they definitely used footage. Mm-hmm. They definitely used footage from the opening from the Sopranos in there. They didn't reshoot a lot of that. They just reused a lot of that. <laughs> um, because, yeah, I don't, I'm pretty sure Satriales, I think, was, I feel like it was gone before the show ended, but I'm, I'm not sure about that. It's, um, it's What's funny that? watching that commercial. I didn't realize like, I'm like who who is this woman driving this car to the Sopranos? And it took me like a minute, like, oh, that's Meadow. Yeah. That's Meadow. <laughs> yeah, they've grown up, haven't they? I mean, that's I mean, you're it's a long time ago that show now. Oh yeah. Somebody, show said that, somebody said that uh Jamie Siegler, you know, Meadow is older now than Tony was when the show started, which blows I believe my mind. that's true. I believe that's true, but I I, I don't remember I, I feel like the show was the late nineties, wasn't it? I, mean, I, I, don't, so. I don't even remember at this I'm point. I'm pretty sure the show was the late 90s. But, I mean, think about it. Even if it was 2000, it's 22 years ago. Yeah, and she was, what, 15 when she started the show. Let's say she was 15 when she started the show. Twenty, Even 20 years ago, that makes her 35, 37, almost 40 years old. She is 40. She turns yeah. 41 this year. There you go. So, yeah. And I don't know how old uh, James Gandolfini was when he when he started the show. The point is, however, that it was a good commercial. Um, I I liked but did not love the um, Rudd and Rogan commercial for what was it? Lay's potato chips or something. Something like that. Didn't really like that one. 
Um, there were a couple other ones that I that I liked, but I didn't really love sort of any of them as as much as the ones that I previously mentioned. I feel like there's one though that I'm that I'm forgetting that I thought was really good, but I just don't remember what it was. And I feel like it was a film. I feel like it was a film something that maybe not that we had been waiting for something, I don't know, or a TV show. I don't remember. But in any event, that was the Super Bowl. Well, I liked the Schwarzenegger and uh, Salma Hayek, Zeus and Hera. Oh, yeah, those were, yeah, those, I forgot about that, where he's Zeus. Yeah. Yeah, those were, yeah, those were, that one was cute. Um, Yeah, so that one was, that one was cute. Uh, Can I say a trailer I thought we would get? Yeah. I was expecting something about Obi-Wan. Well, at least we have a date and a poster now. I know, but I was expecting like even if it's like ten seconds of him just like walking somewhere, like just something. I expected a little something. Honestly, I have to say, and are we removed enough? I think we are removed enough to talk about the finale of Boba Fett, right? Well, Thanks, so. Oh, I can't. Well, I have to say, if it's if it's about them maybe taking a little step back because that Boba Fett show just sucked. I'm just gonna say it. It just like sucked. The finale? the finale sucked. Everything sucked about that show. I mean, it was just not. I don't get it how Favreau can write Mandalorian and have it be a genius, and then he writes Boba Fett and he just fucking did he ruins write the Boba character. Fett though? Yeah, he did. He wrote it. Look at the credits. He wrote it. Uh, what's his name? Rodriguez, I think, directed some or all of it, or I don't know. But yeah, he definitely. He definitely wrote it, and I was stunned. Do we want to run the spoiler? The was. Do we want to run the spoiler stunned. and talk about it? Let me hit it. Hold on. Attention. The following information is considered spoiler material. So we'll let Kevin I feel like that's OG. We'll I feel like that's OG making that sound. I know that's my voice, but <laughs> it's I definitely like it's OG, OG making that sound. There's no. I thought it was him. Now that you say it, sure. such him. It's a long time ago, right. but I, I don't remember. Anyway, uh, it, that show sucked. Um, and the finale in particular sucked. First of all, it was predictable as all fuck. Uh, as all fuck. And second of all, there's just so many things about it that were bad. I don't even... The the slow action, the the just the predictable results all around. You know... They have not only did they have Mando's. This is one that that's being fairly well talked about. Not only did they have Mando who had a ship, but also Boba Fett has a ship. So why the fuck did they need ground forces to beat up the Pikes? In a previous episode, you literally see Boba Fett shooting down Pikes from the Slave One or whatever we're supposed to call it now because we can't call it Slave One anymore literally shooting them down in the desert and yet somehow that was that option was not available to them and when he runs off and he goes i'm gonna be i'll be right back or whatever and leaves mando to you know just keep repeatedly getting shot and getting up thank goodness for beskar thank goodness they never hit anywhere between the beskar <laughs> by the way um and so on uh and you know there was even moments there where where he was fighting with boba fett and it was like that's really cool moments right but i mean when he comes back riding on the, the fucking rancor a the number thing of we things forgot that, about for four episodes 
a number of things went through my head. The first thing was, ha, 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 Hasbro. <laughs> right. Because if you had just fucking waited and you maybe released it now with a fucking saddle, you know, some of these idiots might have actually... Drop the bones, do the saddle. Yeah, drop the bones, do the saddle. You might have actually had something. You might have had something. But no, idiots. That's number one. Number two, the other thing I thought was, uh, uh, A, that he was going to get the ship because that's what fucking makes sense. You have a fucking ship. You already showed him shooting these fuckers with the ship. Why the fuck wouldn't you get the ship? You know, and that's two. Uh, three, I mean, and of course he, he has to break loose and he's out of control. And of course, thank God Grogu was there to soothe the savage beast yet again. Predictable as fuck. Because he already fucking did this with the mud horn, more or less, didn't he? In Mando season one. So, you know, like, it's just, it was so fucking bad. You have the Power Ranger uh, bikes are back. The slow rolling Power Ranger bikes with these fucking mods or whatever the fuck they're calling themselves with, you know, putting droid parts in themselves. Fucking come on, man. And they look like fucking cyberpunk rockers it's not fucking star wars what the fuck and really the week before and i'm, I'm talking i'm spoiling this too uh when they killed fucking uh what's his name uh the sheriff when they killed him i was i was done with the show right there how on earth would you kill that guy you could do so much Cobb with vance. that character with Cobb, right wasn't yeah. that his name vance Cobb? yeah you could do so much with that character and you kill him. And first of all, don't get me wrong. Bringing Cad Bane in was brilliant. Making Cad Bane part of, you know, sort of the, that sort of time period was brilliant. And having him kill somebody was brilliant. Should it have been him? I don't think it should have been him. But I, that's not for me to say. And if you've never seen Clone Wars, you've never seen Rebels, you have no idea who Cad Bane is, you're missing out. And that's on you. You need to find out who this character is because he was great right up until this week. When, when, uh, when Boba Fett, spoil, Boba Fett kills him. And it's fucking retarded that another, another character that shouldn't have been killed, Cad Bane. Why on earth would you get to show that Boba Fett can kill somebody? Why the fuck didn't he kill him in the first two seconds that he mouthed off to him? I did like the line where Boba Fett said, I'm not a kid anymore. Because they have had interactions when he was a kid. And they have alluded to that in those series that I mentioned. So that was good. That was good. They sort of tied that back together. It's just hard also for me to accept the fact that Tamora Morrison is not 70 years old or whatever the hell old he is. And it also makes me, you know, and the fact that you have to say old man when referring to Cad Bane should be a given because he was around during the clone wars and this is after this is way the fuck after the clone wars yeah. so you know like it, it's kind of a given if you know who the character is anyway the point is is that it sucked and 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 we can just go on and on about why it sucked uh but it did and overall the show also sucked and, and you know what the best two episodes of the season were the ones that did not have boba fett in them you know, and, 
and it's the truth they did and what is also terrifying though is the fact that they had mark hamill in them but it wasn't mark hamill it was replacement computer generated mark hamill right and we talked <laughs> and that about that terrifying last week. okay so sandwich yeah and that was terrifying um I agree with basically everything that Kevin is saying. My problem with uh, the finale for me was that somehow they pulled the punches, but they threw the wrong punches. Like they should have killed Chris. I love Chris Anton or Chris Anton. I don't know. The, the black Wookiee. They should have yeah, killed him. We're, we're going to talk about him in a minute too. Yeah. They should have killed him when there's 30 other people behind him shooting and they're just somehow missing, but he's still getting hit, but able to walk. He should have died. He should have. Yeah. Yeah, did, right there right it, there it and then i agree with you and it would have been like a great send-off because like yeah he went out like a goddamn warrior taking like a hundred lasers to the back fantastic okay then you kill cad bane like in the most lamest showdown i've seen in any western anything period it's just lame it's boring for a character we've lo- he's a great character he's a badass it's same thing to the boba fett they pussified cad bane yep and then they pull the punch of Cobb Vance getting shot and have him alive in the back of the tank in the final shot, getting my hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Is that him? Yeah. Yes. Is that him in the back of the tank? Yeah. Yes. Who do you think it was? I'm going to have to look again because I don't think I noticed that it was him. Yeah, it's him in the back of the tank. He's going to get modded now. Oh, is that what they're going to do? Oh, fuck's sake. So see, see? is that really him though? Oh my God. I gotta, I gotta look and see. Cause I honestly, I missed that. I was about to say, and whoever the fuck was in the back to tank at the end with that, uh, fucking slicer who was there. And that's right. I, I said slicer because that's the cyberpunk term for a person who is about to do to that person, what that person was about to do to him. Yes. Because suddenly now star Wars is cyberpunk. Yes. Um, I didn't care about the Rancor bit. I thought it was whatever. They wanted to use, they want to blow some CGI budget. I guess they've saved it up to you to do five minutes of Rancor rage. Um, That's a fuck you Hasbro moment. Because if they had fucking waited and they had done it right, that would have put them over. If they, if they launched that shit today, it would have funded today. 100%. Because idiots who think that Boba Fett is the greatest thing since sliced bread would fucking buy that. Yeah. So and my, my thing going forward is what the hell are they going to do with this season two? Because it's it's they're it's going to get a season two. I know it is. No idea. And like no idea what they're going to do. The, I feel like we have we just handled the pikes Are the pikes no longer an issue. We're going to yeah. find. Yeah. And, they're and then gone. we, we and also then... killed every single other mob boss. Yeah. In the area. They're all. And so what are we going to see now how Boba Fett takes control of the entire underground? Like, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. He should have never. I agree with I agree with Kevin Smith, who who I have not heard the entire bit that he said about this yet. But I know the gist of it is he should never have taken off the fucking helmet one or very rarely like Mando. He should never have taken the helmet off one, two. And they should have shown him doing what we all want him to do, which was hunt motherfuckers down. Hunt difficult motherfuckers down, not become a boss, crime lord, pussified boss 
who just is like, oh, uh, uh, I'm going to rule with, uh, I'm going to rule with compassion and I'm going to listen to people. Who the fuck are you? You're not the guy who just beat stormtroopers to death in the last season of Mandalorian. No fucking way. That's the same guy. You know, and as much as I love Favreau and some of the things that Favreau has done, he has completely failed the franchise here, in my opinion. So you give it what what letter grade? I I I D a D D because you know there was at least the two episodes that he was not featured in, like the one where Mando gets the new ship. Which, by the way, again, if this was not a toy motivated decision, I don't know what is. I don't know. Are they know selling it, it already? No, but they're going, you know, they're going to. I mean, people oh, yeah. are already making their own because you could pick up, it's an episode one ship. You could pick it up for 20 bucks on eBay. Loose. And of course they're going to fucking make their own. Of course they're going to make their own. You know, you know, our friend Toy Weaver. Yes. Toy Weaver. Toy Weaver is already making one that's like 12 inch scale. Hmm. On, on like his Instagram or his Facebook or something, he's shown some pictures of it already. I think he has one of those display ones that was in like Toys R Us or something when episode one came out. You remember the really big ones? I, I don't know. I was really young then, so I don't remember. Scott <laughs> re might remember. I remember, yeah. <laughs> he was. Kev, you have a great memory for someone who was five when the movie. 43, 44 years old when that one came out. So I'm, I'm guessing Scott will remember. But the point is, is that he's already, he's already modding this for that purpose. And I know all they're there you know what they're going to do they're going to take the mold that already exists for this they're going to do three or four things to it to make it more like the mando ship and then we're going to get that but we're, we're going to get to we're going to get to this hasbro bullshit in product did we talk about we didn't talk about this right because that happened since the last did we talk about the last hasbro no no star wars thing no all right so allow me to retort i didn't obviously hate it as much as you guys did i don't I don't think it was perfect, but I do feel like from the moment the Mandalorian showed up, it the trajectory of the show got better. I didn't mind that uh, Chris Anton didn't die because it was such a badass movie. He comes around the corner just throwing dudes left and right and, you know, as damaged as he was. Uh, you know, that was like, you know, Kev said it was pretty predictable. That was unexpected because I thought he was already dead. So when he comes around the corner just throwing dudes left and right, I, that was like an impressive moment in the battle it was uh, so i'm going to quote uh mr george lucas it's like poetry it rhymes that's why it's predictable it's because it is the same things happening over and over again because it's what you expect in a western that you know you're supposed to gather your troops the cavalry's supposed to come in at the last moment even when you think you know when cadmine thinks that he convinced them not to you know yes it's predictable but that's also that's the genre of a western so again i'm not totally defending it but mm -hmm. uh, you know I, I'm giving it a little bit of a pass. I'm not going to give it an A. I would say, you know, maybe a B minus for the show overall. I got a problem right away with your first point, and that is that Wookiee should have fucking died. And the reason is because the Wookiee was not wearing Beskar armor. And I don't know of a reference that says that Wookiee fur is uh, fucking uh, blaster proof. So I, I don't see how the fuck he isn't dead. He could have been badass and, and still died there. 
No, you know, like, I mean, this is what I'm talking about, Scott. They literally, he, isn't it Boba Fett that goes, cover me, and or, or, or in Boba Fett, cover me, or whatever he says. And he runs out there to get him because he's fallen in the middle of the street. And they're, like, carrying him back because he can barely walk. What happens in the next scene? Yeah, he's back. He's, to, he's running fine. away. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was, goes from needing help to walk to get behind the barrier, and the next scene, he's running away with the rest of the people. Full sprint in front of full the full sprint. <laughs> I, I, again, I, I'm not. I'm not saying it's perfect. I, I listen, just felt like I felt I, like the plot. I was unaware. Up the last three I was unaware. Maybe I'm unaware. Maybe there is a Wookiee healing factor that I'm. I'm unaware of that we Wolverine's this? his his wounds really quickly. Maybe that's his superpower. I don't know what 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 the fuck. Here's what I know. It doesn't make any fucking sense that he's still alive. Unless, of course, Hasbro announces today. Well, let's save that for product where I'm really going to go off. This All, right. All right. So the last off, thing I'll off, say, off, and we'll, we'll move on, is that it, it felt like it should have just, because, because of the big plot movement for the Mandalorian's plot line, it felt like this should have been Mandalorian season two, season three the book of Boba Fett and then slightly reduced Boba Fett's role in the seven episodes and just had it be a Mandalorian season. That felt like it would have been more appropriate. I think I said that last week, so we don't need to dwell on it. So let's, let's no, move we're on. Dwelling on it. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll talk about it more in, in, uh, Oh, we, we will. Yeah. Do we want to talk about Oscar nominations? Sure. All right. Briefly. You guys, do we have anything in our anything. genre? You don't know anything about it. Is there any in our genre? Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man. Shang-Chi? Was it? Was it not? I didn't hear that. I heard Spider-Man for like visual effects or something, right? I thought Shang-Chi. I think Shang-Chi did too. But so, uh, but it got, but Spider-Man gets snubbed for best picture, right? If best picture was Belfast, Coda. Oh, don't look wait, up. it got snubbed for best picture. Yeah. Drive My Car. Oh, Dune well, got a best picture. Nah, uh, let's see. And then West Side Story that nobody went to see. Let's see. Uh, Steven Spielberg for West Side Story, Best Director. I'm just looking for our genre folks here. Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom, Best Actor. So a Spider-Man could win an Oscar, but it's not for a, not a Spider-Man. Well, Dune could win Best Picture. Ha, 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 Yeah, so you may remember a few months back, we talked about how Ridley Scott, if he were to get nominated, would be the oldest person ever nominated, but he did not get nominated for Best Director, so... Ageism. Ageism, yeah. Let's see. Dune also for costume design. Dune for Fair. best sound. Um, and best original mm-hmm. score. So best original score is Dune and Encanto. And a couple others. So Encanto wow. wins that. Oh, for sure. Uh, Possibly. Adapted it depends screenplay. what else it's up against. It's not going to be Dune, I don't think, for music. What were the other ones? Uh, uh, for original score, yeah. Don't look up Dune and Canto, Parallel Mothers, and Power of the Dog. Okay, I'm not familiar with a bunch of those, so I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I would guess it would be in Canto. Okay, this is kind of weird. Um, isn't? Oh, never mind. I, I was thinking that was something different. Uh, let's see, animated short, live action short, film editing. Dune is in there for editing as well. Tick tick boom is in there for editing. I think Tick Tick Boom will win that one. Um, makeup is again Dune, House of Gucci, animated feature. You got 
Encanto, Flea, Luca, so two Disney in there back uh, head-to-head, uh, Mitchell's versus the Machines, and Raya and the Last Dragon. Disney's got three nominations in the best Is uh, Raya in this feature? year? I guess, apparently. I, guess I think Encanto will probably win that one, too. Yeah. Yes. I like Luca better, but I'm biased. I mean, it, it's funny. Like, I saw some people like saying, I'm going to die on that hill that they liked Luca better than Encanto, but uh, Luca was I'm good. Not, die! I'm not going to die on the hill. You could have you could have it if you, if you think something, the other one's better. Let's see. I mean, yeah, I have not seen Spider-Man anywhere in any of these. Oh, here's visual effects. Dune, Free Guy, No Time to Die, Shang-Chi, and Spider-Man. Yeah, so okay. visual so, effects is kind of the only place where, you know, other than Dune, which got quite a few noms. Was that in visual effects also? Yes. So yeah, so Dune, as I predicted a year ago, was going to be the big sci-fi movie that the awards would all be piled on, as I totally suspected it would. Um, it Will it win any of them? I suspect just based on the sheer number that they're going to win at least one. I don't know what it'll be for, but... Oh, wouldn't it be best adapted screenplay as well? It did get adapted screenplay. Yes, it was nominated. There. Yeah, so so we'll have that. So I think based on that, I think we're going to get at least one Academy Award for Dune. I don't think any of the rest of them are going to. I don't think any of the rest of the. I mean, Encanto. Well, it's kind of our genre, but I mean, as far as like Spider Man or Shang Chi, or I just don't think any of them are going to win anything. Especially since there's a lot of hatred towards Marvel movies not being movies and all this bullshit. So, um, good. Well, there you have it. The Oscars. Next. Next sad news. Ivan Reitman. He made it to see Ghostbusters Afterlife, and then he went to the afterlife. Did he die? I didn't hear that. He died on Super Bowl Sunday. Wow. Oh, what a shame. I did not know that. I mean, Ivan Reitman is behind a lot of quality stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Ghostbusters, uh, didn't he, wasn't he like Caddyshack too? And not Caddyshack 2, number two. I mean, <laughs> the, the, the also. Yeah, because that was a fucking abortion, that one. Um, yeah, a lot of stuff, Ivan Reitman. I mean, yes, yeah, so you got Ghostbusters, Stripes, one of my all-time favorites. Oh, Stripes, yeah, that's um, a great one. Man, he produced uh, the new Space Jam. Let's see. Did he, uh, well, let's, I mean, we're talking about good stuff he did, Scott. You bring up fucking Space Jam? The fuck just, out of here. I'm just going back through the list. Did he do meatballs? Did he produce meatballs or direct meatballs? He's or... part of meatballs. Man, he's he's produced a lot of stuff that you wouldn't think. I mean, you know, just more recent stuff that you just he think about. Directed him as those meatballs. Older things. Yeah, meatballs. Yes, yes. I want to know about meatballs. He directed it. He did. Okay, because that is my favorite Bill Murray movie. It just doesn't matter. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, but matter. I mean, going all the way back to Animal House, Stripes, Heavy Metal, the cart, you know, the the cartoon movie. Um, Two or one. One. He's a producer. Did he produce it. He might have just produced yeah. one of the segments. I don't know if he produced the whole thing, right? Oh, what about this? Do you remember Space Hunter: Adventures in the Forbidden Zone from 1983? Yeah, of course. Of course, I know that old movie. <laughs> Do you um, guys know Space Hunter was in 3D, sir? 
wasn't it? Or am I wrong about that? Um, it doesn't say wait. on the IMDb, but it might wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is it Space Hunter Adventures in the Forbidden Zone? Yes, from 1983. What am I thinking of? Are you thinking of the destruction what, of Jared what's, Sin? What's the, what's the destruction of Jared Sin? That's I the one I'm that thinking of, Hunter. but I think that was Space Hunter too. but I don't know. But that's not listed here. Um, the destruction of Jared Sin is what gave us, what's his name? Bull from Night Court. <laughs> uh, yeah, so again, Kindergarten Cop is Ivan Reitman. Beethoven, Dave, Junior, Twins. So many of these movies, Howard Stern's private parts. I mean, he is just all over. So, I mean, just the the list, the laundry list of great films. Uh-oh, hold on a sec. Hold on, just go. Just go. Uh, so, somewhere in there, I'm not quite sure where it got cut off, but... Uh, I mean, you didn't rewind to find out so I, we could have a proper smooth exit? You said just go. So, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to... Take it back to... Why do you listen to me? Since when? <laughs> this is true. Um, so let me just say this. So Ivan Reitman has a whole laundry list of fantastic movies through the years. We owe a lot of enjoyment in the film industry to him, and he will be missed. And with he that... You know, I'm wondering if... You should check the music file uh, on the server and see if the song moon dust is in there that would be a nice song to go out on because it's from meatballs i'm pretty sure it's in there under music files because that's one of those songs that it took me a long time to find it when i actually found that i snagged it and are you ready for this are you ready for the summer is the meatballs theme song that might be in there also is moon dust isn't that the one that was in, in the goodfellas movie i'm thinking of a different song no you're thinking of a different song all right i will look i will look for those this song goes, let's say it was the moon dust. Uh, okay. Yeah. This is, and you're thinking of the stardust? Maybe stardust. Yeah. As far back as I can remember, I always, I always wanted, wanted to be, to be a, a sandwich. You always wanted to be a sandwich? <laughs> now you got Paulie as a partner. So if you have a bad day, fuck you, pay me. And with that, folks, that's all we had, Karen. <laughs> Are we on break yet? No, we're waiting for Kev to take us to break. Oh, and with that, we will uh, we will take our first and only break here on Geek Stuff TNG episode six hundred and seventy. God help us! The one that's all we calling... had, Karen. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, one we're calling, gosh, I don't even know what to call it. Snubbed. In the afterlife. And then you could use that song in the afterlife as the opening. Got it. Song. Done. For the episode. See Done. what I did there? You remember that song? It's a ska song. Yeah. By the squirrel. That might, be after your, that might be way, I mean, you might've been, I don't know, in AARP when that came out. Scott. I got it. I got it. I, I had the CD. You know the song? Do you know? We can get OG is a ska fanatic. He can probably tell you who did it. No, I got it. Can you like, not hear me? Can you hear me at all? Can you hear me? 
I'm talking. He's ignoring Can you. Hear me? you. Is he just ignoring no, me? No, he's, he's I'm just ignoring I'm continuing you the jokes. I'm continuing the jokes into the break. It's okay. At any moment, Scott could just mute him. <laughs> I could. Um, all right. So then we'll go to break. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line. 201-730-2547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right. Here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices. Like this. <clears throat> hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm comments. Oh. <clears throat> That's right. We want you to tell us what's mm, on your mind. What we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> so call us on the GVM line, 201-730-2547, and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> Wow. Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Potter and Family and ACPN, the Art, Comedy, and Pop Culture Podcast Network. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. What's up? This is Mikey T, host of the Failing Hollywood Podcast. I'm just a guy who plays with props behind the scenes. On our show, we have guests who also work behind the scenes, and we joke around, we drop names, we tell real on-set stories. We even play some film games, only on the Failing Hollywood Podcast, found wherever podcasts can be found. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. And now, another classic Geek Stuff ID. Hey, this is Ridley Scott. I'm director of the Blade Runner. More human than human is our motto. And you're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. It's not an easy thing to meet your maker. 
stuff. TNG. Live from the sandwich shop, Party Productions in sunny Southern California and Big Half Una Studios. It's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you're from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foils open to attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up. All by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do 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 premium offer. You get one 18 scale hanger accessories to create a detailed display of your X Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members, and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions, and I don't need to tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of the system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Okay, oh. what did you think about the uh, the read there? Kevin, are you there? I thought it was quite good. I thought that was your best read ever. I mean, it certainly it was up there. You were supposed to say it doesn't matter. Oh, <laughs> you, you got to cue me in. You can send me a text or something. Hey, Kev, what do you think about his read? Because no one asks what you think genuinely on this show anymore because you're everyone's just trying to set up the rock. <laughs> I see what you did there. Also, because oh, he was I'm at the Super Bowl. You. He was on the Super Bowl, too. I thought we would have done it by now. He That's was. True. And and I was, I was actually, I thought it was really funny that he was sort of um, like parodying himself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, finally, you know, I yeah. thought those were really funny. The Rock. I wish he had referred to himself as The Rock. Sorry, I had to just get it in there. What was that, Kev? It's okay. Um, I I said I thought it'd been really funny if he if he uh referred to himself as the rock during that well, Super Bowl you know, thing. You that would have been funny. You know what? Segways are for kids, guys. Um did you guys see the the one minute DC trailer thing they released too? Yeah, we also talked that we 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 did not mention that because I thought it was a bunch of shit. Ah, okay, I see. Because <laughs> what we were talking about was our favorite, not we didn't go least favorite. It was there was though, definitely there. Did they? You saw Hawkman for like two seconds. Towards the end. Yeah, I noticed several of the networks did almost like a, here's a bunch of shit we got coming out soon. and <laughs> Fast moving clips and loud music. <laughs> right, 
Right, and some of them were better than others. The one that stood out to me was whatever the Ryan Reynolds, like I think it's called the Adam Project. That that looked yes. kind of interesting, but that was just part of. It wasn't like its own whole trailer. I think it was part of other stuff that's coming to Netflix. Well, also it, it has its own trailer that's out. They just took a clip from the trailer and put it in the trailer for the trailer. Oh, hmm. we call it a teaser. Do in we the show business world? In the showbiz world. Oh. oh, wait, Scott, I have a great idea so we can just relax a little bit. Kevin, please tell us more about Hasbro. Well, it's funny you should ask, Sandwich. I'm going to lay it down now. Wait, give me, give me one sec. Wait, wait. Geek Stuff. Product Reviews. Okay, I'm going to go get another soda. Go on. So Hasbro treated us to a fan first, I think it was Wednesday last week where they revealed uh, Star Wars. This is the Star Wars team where they revealed nothing. And what I mean by nothing is no new, uh, no new figures. I should say if one of you or both of you can call up a list of whatever they revealed on the fan first Wednesday from last week, just so we can just briefly hit it. Um, um, that would be, that would be lovely. I need to find my phone. And I think it's really important that we are pointing this this out. And there's going to be a reason that we do that. Um, I coming saw up. They, they, they released something for the Black Series uh, like six hours ago. They did. Don't don't mention that yet, though, because uh, that is that is the that is the crux of this uh, this speech. So if you look at Fan First Wednesday, whatever last Wednesday's date was, I don't remember. I'm pretty it's sure it was two, last Wednesday, two nine. though, because did you get a list? I'm looking for a list. Okay, so as usual, we have the um, the ventriloquist dummy turned human being, Patrick. I feel bad about saying that, but I'm sorry. That guy reminds me of a ventriloquist dummy because it certainly doesn't. And he's the marketing guy. And the other three, I think, that were on this one, I think were designers, I think. Um, and uh, I, I have nothing against the man personally. He just reminds me he's somewhere between a ventriloquist doll let's say because dummy is maybe a bad word uh ventriloquist doll and the um the johnny cab from um <laughs> from uh get your ass to mars what was that movie total, total recall, recall. Yeah, Man, from the schwarzenegger total recall mr yeah. guy is somewhere between those two somewhere between those two and i find with all due respect to him, I don't have anything personal against him. I really don't. I find him disingenuous as all hell. And I find all of them disingenuous, if I'm being honest, because there's no way that they feel as excited as they want us to desperately believe that they are excited. Because what they are revealing is seven or nine repainted figures or reissue figures. So... Am I right in saying it was C-3PO? And yeah. Then some other Do you ones? have the list? Did one of you get the list? I'm on the foosh, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, there you go. Our, I'm our on friends, drunk our, our friends, I wish, over at the foosh. So yes. are you sending me a message, Scott? I just yeah. sent you a link to all the stuff from the 2 oh, I can't. I can't look at any of that, sir, because every bit of my technology is keeping the show afloat right now. 
So I'll ask you to, to tell me what the list is. So I know the first thing they did was they, they showed us a wave of archive figures, right? And that was C-3PO as mentioned uh, by the sandwich, but guess what? It's not the most recent or best C-3PO. It's a re-release of the first C-3PO, which everyone thinks is the worst C-3PO. Did he have a silver leg? Yeah. And I just forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, he did he because did. it's from A New Hope. So he has a silver leg. But that's not the point. I mean, the point is they've updated this figure since then. Why would you put out the old one? Uh, what else is in that? I think it was Lando. Lando in, as the skip guys. Right. Again, I couldn't see anything majorly different between the two figures, between the old one and the new one. Although they say, oh, photo, photo, real deco. La, 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 la. OK, I just I didn't see it. Next. What was the next Dengar? one? Dengar. Dengar. Now, in fairness, Dengar, which again, to me, it didn't look significantly updated, but he is quite pricey in the second market. And the idea of these archive figures if I'm going to give them one positive point here is that reissuing them gives people a chance who didn't get into them several years ago when they came out, gives them the chance to get it. What I don't appreciate is the fact that they're doing waves and waves of archive and nothing new, nothing new, repeat, nothing new. Uh, all right. And who rounded out? There were four in that Palpatine. Palpatine, which they just released with the throne chair, multiple different heads and so on and so forth. I think it was an Amazon exclusive. So they've basically taken out all of the stuff that makes this figure worth anything. But he's updated, at least from his first version. And they're basically just re-releasing a version that they've already released at least one time in another place and recently. So to call this an archive figure and say, oh, it hasn't been around, da, 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 it's a lie because it was just an Amazon release, just like 3PO has been released several times since the version that they're now re-releasing. So basically it's a repaint wave. And it's not even a repaint wave. It's a reissue wave. And they're going to try to convince us that they've updated decos and things. It's just not the truth. And once these are in hand and you start seeing comparison videos, you'll see. You'll see that what Hasbro is just doing is giving us the same old shit. Okay, what else you got? Um, a Knight Brother Archer from Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order. So Fun this is, game, but you know. Right. So this is um, this is another repaint of a mall figure um, released in their gaming greats line. Right. So this is the um, gaming greats. Yeah, that's from GameStop. That's a GameStop exclusive. GameStop exclusive. Yep. So this is another character from the game uh, Fallen Order. And he's basically, again, more or less a repaint. And he's also going to be whatever they are. They're a buck or two more expensive, by the way, mm -hmm. than uh, the regular release figures. And they also announced recently, Hasbro across the board announced a price hike. So now these figures, Black Series and, and Marvel Legends, are now going up to $25 a pop. Ooh. Yeah. So, um, so you'll pay $26, $27, whatever it is for that GameStop one. What else you got? Uh, we had the Archive Pipeline. So that, yeah, so basically what the pipeline is, 
is this is Hasbro showing us what they're working on, right? Mm -hmm. And what they're working on is more reissued figures. Yes. And did they say who's in this one? There's four. Han Solo from The Force Awakens. Han Solo from Force Awakens, which is what? Four or five years old now? Maybe. Go on. Chewie from A New Hope. Chewie from A New Hope. Yes, another one that uh, I think he's a little pricey in the second market. I don't know exactly. Uh -huh. Grand Moff Tarkin. Grand Moff Tarkin, which, again, I think is an early figure also. And then Princess Leia Organa in the Boosh disguise? disguise. Yeah, that's when she's disguised as the bounty hunter in Return of the Jedi. Yes. So here you have, again, another set of four figures that have already been released and not a single new release announced. Not a single new release. Not even a tease for a single new release of a new figure, a new sculpt from top to bottom. Nothing. What else? Black Series Pipeline. Mm -hmm. uh, um, Ayla Sakura? Yes. So that is one of that. That's a Twi'lek Jedi from the prequel era. You'd know her if you saw her. She's blue. She's got the head tendrils, um, which I think is, I don't know if that one is new or not in the Black Series. That one might be new. I don't know off the top of my head. Go on. Uh, Darth Maul from the Clone Wars uh, season seven. So this is a realization version of Darth Maul from the end of the Clone War, uh, from the end of the Clone Wars series. Uh huh. Go on. And Saw Gerrera. And Saw Gerrera. So I think all three of those are new characters, and we'll wait to see how much reuse they use. And Saw Gerrera, by the way, I think is going to be a deluxe figure. So um, that's, of course, disheartening uh, because Hasbro has now taken to, especially in Star Wars, just anything that has an accessory is now a deluxe figure somehow. <laughs> um, and the example of this, oh, did they not have Boba Fett on that list in um, the Black Series? As a pre-order? No, I mean, no, I was see him here well they showed boba fett they showed another six inch boba another black series boba fett the way he appeared in the mandalorian episode where you loved the character probably for the last time <laughs> you know the one where he's taking out stormtroopers with the gaffy stick yeah that one when the armor's all chewed up still yeah that one that is coming to the black series as well they said and of course he will be a deluxe because i think he has a gun or a jetpack or maybe both which could i don't know that could be in Super the hundred dollar range Super in the hundred dollar range uh once once you're up that high in accessories so yes um so that okay what else what else did they release there i think that's it uh, that's it in the black series did they did they list now if you're getting this off the foosh you're only going to yes. get the six inch stuff Yes. So, um, Scott, did you get a list that's not on the foosh? Uh, I mean, yeah, I was looking at Drunk Wookiee. I believe okay. is where I was. And what it, did, did they list uh, vintage collection stuff in there? Because I'm about to go off. So, 
Hold on. The TVC Clone Trooper 501st? Yes. So here we go. And this is why I'm going to go off here. Ready? Hold yourself. Hold yourself. The 501st Clone Trooper is being single carded. And they're talking about how everybody wants to army build this character. So why is the solution to redo this figure? They redid the head. The bucket fits on the head. So it's a removable helmet, which is a nice, it's a nice thing if it works, right? Because it doesn't always work. Sometimes it looks too big. Sometimes it just doesn't work. Let's leave that aside for a minute because... Is it more important to have a removable helmet or is it more important that this is a figure that everybody wants to army build? What do you think? What is your opinion? What? The two of you. I mean, you don't need to remove the helmet if it's an army, right? Let me, let me lay it out again. Is it more important that he has a removable helmet and, and a face underneath which they've redone a uh, photo real deco for vintage collection, which is not a thing. Um, because it's so small or is it or do you think it's more important or more interesting to people that this is a character that is somebody or something that people would want to army build yeah army building is the more important part right who the fuck cares about their face if it's in an army right i agree right so we're all of the opinion that this is a better army builder right yeah then why the fuck is it single carded and not put in one of the brand new troop builder packs that they finally started releasing a few months ago? Why did we get stormtroopers and other troopers in these boxes? I mean, don't get me started because they put a character in one of the boxes and they put uh, upper. They put upper level guys like sergeants or, or, or higher ranks in the boxes with the army builders. And we, I think we talked, I don't know that we talked about this last week. We might have we at some we point did. mentioned the fact that the, um, not the tank driver, the shore troopers has like two grunts, a sergeant and a captain or something in the box, which is the dumbest thing in the world. The dumbest thing in the world. Because the idea of these boxes is that people can army build them. They're not carded. They're just in a box for the purpose of being army built, put out with your army. So why the fuck does Hasbro spend money redeveloping a head that can have a bucket on it instead of just putting a bucket, a non-removable helmet on it and putting four in a box? Because if this is an army builder, why aren't they treating it like a fucking army builder? What the fuck? fuck it's unreal it's unfathomable who the fuck is making these decisions it makes no goddamn sense it's a miracle but it's like every time they have a great idea they have that idea and it's great for about a minute and then they fuck it up has lab army builders uh, uh the black series you know, because initially it's a great idea. And then they just start fucking reusing everything and reissuing everything. We don't get anything new. Unbelievable. I saw that and I just, I was, I was beside myself. 
I was beside, I, I know no one listening to this show is surprised by this <laughs> and that's fine. But I mean, I mean, am I the only one who doesn't see, who, who just sees that Hasbro star Wars is being run by a substitute teacher? I mean, why on earth would you do that? And then talk about how, Oh, everybody's going to want to army build this one said the mannequin said the ventriloquist doll johnny cab in front you know, of like, one and only one i mean come on now this was all leading to a crescendo and of course there is uh the other thing is there is um there's also a boba fett for uh i was that on there as well scott um, there's so there's a yoda in the vintage collection Yes, there's a new Yoda in the vintage collection, and there's a Bo- uh, there's a Boba Fett Boba from Fett Book Throne of Boba room. Fett. The Book Boba of Boba Fett Throne Room playset. No, we're not. That's already that's already been solicited. No, this is another. This is like a single carded Boba Fett from Book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, the point is, is that this was all leading to the big reveal of the vintage collection Jabba's Throne Room thing oh is that what you were talking about sandwich because they released recently as a special they released a vintage collection boba fett with the throne the chair yeah this is the entire room yes right yeah. where yeah. bib fortuna is got that shot. what you were talking about yeah. yeah so this is a vintage collection this is another vintage collection play set because they're going back into play sets this will be a hasbro hasbro pulse exclusive because why any guesses uh <laughs> because it's 229 dollars at retail yeah now you have to give them credit because they obviously heard that for example the cloud city playset was an embarrassment an embarrassment and so they obviously took that to heart and they really are over delivering on this one. However, this one is 229 bucks. And it's got the little dais where you can put, I presume you can put either the Boba Fett chair, which comes with it, I think, or you can just put Jabba in there, I guess. It's got all kinds of bottles and cups. And, and if they talk, one more time about the barbecue the fucking barbecue they went on for i'm not exaggerating go look it's got to be 10 minutes talking about this barbecue and how you can slide meats on the spit and it has clear plastic for the fire and it actually rotates you can rotate it what the fuck Hey, if it was just a static piece of meat on there and I couldn't rotate it, could we have brought it in under 200? (laughs) Hey, if every little piece of bullshit wasn't a loose piece, could we have got under like maybe 180, 175? Are they fucking high? Those are my three questions. (laughs) <laughs> Look, I, I am not, and, and everybody know everyone. Everyone knows this because I will praise Has Hasbro when praise is due, but when they do shit like this, I'm just I'm beside myself because I just don't I don't get it. Two hundred twenty nine dollars is this punishment for the rancor? 
They got to make up that money that they got to return. I mean, what the hell? I'm not saying it's not a beautiful playset. It is. I'm not saying it, it. Some lucky TVC fan. They also went on about the steps. I first of all, everyone should go watch this. By go to YouTube, go hit Fan First Wednesday, uh, Star Wars. Find the most recent one and watch it. I mean, it was a few minutes. They talked about the sculpting of the steps. Which are all molded in one piece, one color plastic, by the way. But, you know, they really talked about how, you know, they really took time to mold, you know, to sculpt the steps that look like they had been stepped on for a long time. And how the, the sand had built up in the corners. And I'm just like, are you, are you kidding me right now? Molded, by the way, in one color plastic. Now, you'd never know that because the way they have lit the playset for the glamour shots it's they have light coming down from the top and it's casting sort of that you know light coming in through a window kind of effect in the back and it's all these lighting tricks to make this thing but what you got to look for is the pics where they're not specially lit just pics of it on a table or something and so you can see that wow, that there really is some great sculpting. Not that you'll be able to see it because it's all one piece of plastic molded in one color with not even a wash on it to bring out the detail. Unbelievable. Why is this why is this all unbelievable? Where is this leading to? Here's where this is leading to. That fan first thing was last Wednesday. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Five days later, today, they released Chris Stanton. Yes. Today, they released Chris Stanton. They didn't announce him on the live feed five days ago. They did nothing with the character. And he looks like shit. He looks terrible. Did you guys see pictures? I did. He looks terrible. First of all, he does not look like the one from Book of Boba Fett. He looks like the one from the comics. And there's even comic book graphic on the inside of the package. If you see the package shot, he's shiny black, shiny black. And to me, it looks like he is mostly, mostly Chewbacca with a one piece, one color molded, no wash, no detail painted uh, piece of armor, uh, you know, the shoulder armor slash uh, 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 what would you call it? Like um, Spike Chippendale's dancer, Chippendale's dancer belt that he wears. One piece molded, one color, no details, highlighted, no wash, no nothing. And with the exception of the head, which to me looks like it could be an old Chewbacca head, but I don't know. I'm not that much of an expert. All the rest of it looks Chewbacca even to the point that they've given him a bowcaster as a weapon. 
did he use a bowcaster as a weapon? Did he use a bowcaster as a weapon in the comic book? I'm not as familiar with this character as as perhaps I need to be, but I'm assuming here that this is the comic book version of this character. And why, after we just got the book of Boba Fett version shoved in our faces, and he must be an important character because laser blasts didn't, you know, sort of parse that Wookiee fur in the finale. He must be going to come back. He must be an important character. So why did we get a comic book version? Why is he likely, and I'm, I'll tell you where I'm going to tune in. I'm going to tune into the whoosh to find out because I know they know their, they know their six inch shit and reuse and everything else. And why is he look like a cheap piece of shitty plastic? If this character is so revered and important and now brought into life, why doesn't he look like the character from the book of Boba Fett? Why doesn't he have his gun from the book of Boba Fett? Why is that dancer, Chippendale's dancer outfit that he wears, why is there not even a wash on that for details? It wasn't just solid yellow. I mean, I'm looking at the at cod piece, I think is the word you're looking for there for the Chippendale's thing. Um, but I'm looking at... else funnier. <laughs> I'm looking at uh, some just comics images of him, and that that does look like his outfit in the comics, though. Yeah. Yeah, and and that and he does picture, seem to have a bowcaster. He does. He does not have a bowcaster. He, he does. He seems to have one in the in the comics images that pop up at the so, top of so the. So what they've list. done. So essentially, it looks to me like what they've done is mostly reused Chewbacca, and cheaped out to do the comic book version. So they don't have to do a new gun. They don't have to make the tiny changes to the character that would make him the Book of Boba Fett version of the character. <laughs> And they don't even do a wash over his dancer belt to make it look like not a cheap piece of shit plastic from 1980. Unfucking believable in this fucking day. And all the criticism that they fucking take about the stupid little bullshit like this. And that's what they fucking do. Wow. I'm beside myself. And, you know, let, let me put, you know, since we're, since we're product heavy today, let me put this out there. McFarlane, DC figures, outsold Hasbro this year. That was in the news. Yeah. Did you guys see that piece of news? No. McFarlane, DC figures, outsold Hasbro this year. For them. Put that in your filter. Put that in your filter, biggest toy company on the planet. Put that in your filter, not listening to fans and keep reissuing shit and reusing shit in what should be the biggest line of toys on the planet. Put that in your fucking filter. And and also in the news, I think since the last episode, we, we actually might have talked about this, Scott, you'll let me know. But that, that Hasbro got renewed. The Star Wars license got renewed with Hasbro. And yeah. I was just like, for fuck's sake, Lucasfilm just doesn't give a shit. I mean, doesn't 
doesn't Hasbro just have the deepest pockets to pay Lucasfilm? I mean, if that's what it's all about, then yeah, I guess so. But look, look what they're doing. Look what they're producing. You know, and at this point, again, I know we talked about this. This is not a kid's line anymore. This is a collector's, both of them are collector's lines. Vintage Collection, Black Series, both collector's lines. And if they don't know that by now, and they can't make the great leap from kids' products to collector's products, then guys like McFarlane, who are, you know, who is dangerously close to uh, doing the same thing when it comes to re reuse, and he's getting in there now because that Joker they just announced, uh, the one with the torn off face, is the same body that's been used on at least two or three or more other Jokers already. Mm-hmm. So he's getting in that zone. I hope it stops. Anyway, the point is, is that guys like that are going to just continue to outsell Hasbro. And they, and they just don't, I mean, they just don't care. They, Hasbro can't possibly care. And by the way, to just kind of put a bow on this discussion of the Hasbro Star Wars Fan First Friday, which I really think they should stop calling it. They should stop calling it Fan First anything. Because fans are not first. Fans are the first people to get fucked over. That's who the fans are. That's fan, the fan first. Fans the fan first one out the door. Yeah. Fans are the first people we don't consider. You know, like that's that's what it is. Here's a bow on that. They didn't even mention the Rancor. Didn't even mention Haslab. Didn't mention the Rancor. Didn't mention their utter and complete failure. Didn't even say, hey, guys, sorry, we kind of dropped the ball there. Oh, th- th- this is their the first ball. time we back didn't... since that happened then. This was the first time doing one of these since. Yeah, this was oh. the first one. Everybody was watching and waiting with bated breath because what are they going to say? You know, are they going to own up to it? Are they going to say, you know what, guys, we hear you. We hear your message. No, nothing. Nothing. New... <laughs> Have you seen the steps? <laughs> yeah have you seen the steps i mean there's sand in the corner they could have just uh you know opened up the fan first friday with this yeah they totally could have you know what what they should have opened it with was we hear you we're listening we failed you we dropped the ball anything just acknowledge the fact that you failed Hey guys, we got some repaints. And whoever is in charge of that line, and if it's Patrick, Patrick, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, buddy. You've always been nice to me, and I, I feel like we're cordial. And, you know, I don't mean to say, I know, I, you know, I get it sometimes from other people that they're like, you know, you shouldn't talk about the fact that Patrick looks like a ventriloquist doll crossed with uh, uh, whatever that tattoo Johnny is. Cap. Johnny Cab, you should not say that he is a cross between those two things. You should not attack the man personally. I'm not attacking him. I like the guy. I think he's I think he's a nice guy. So he's been nice to me. He just happens to physically resemble a, a like the unholy child of those two things. And that aside, I find him with all due respect to everyone on that team and all of them. I find them utterly, completely disingenuous. There's no and you can hear it in their voice. Go watch the video you can just hear the fact 
that they are desperate to have you believe that they are excited about these products and they can't wait. And oh, we've been waiting forever for for a reissue of 3PO, the worst 3PO we've ever done in six inch. We are just so excited that we're able to put this piece of shit out again. <laughs> started to exploit you we're so excited you know it looks so good oh my god does this thing look good does this 501st trooper look great or what it's or what oh i i cannot be more excited i just watched the the finale of book of boba fett let me tell you action galore and you know it's so fake and so disingenuous it's i feel like i'm watching american pickers <laughs> because it's that level of fake it's that level of bullshit bullshit and i don't fake. believe and look they're all nice i met all of, i'm sure at some point i met all of these people they're really nice people they're doing probably the best job that they can they probably are they're probably doing the best that they can under the shitty circumstances that they find themselves in probably are but you know what? At the end of the day, it's a shame. I feel embarrassed for them because I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, like it's so disingenuous, but I, I got to believe like somewhere they're like, gosh, I, if these fans would just get on board with us and believe what we're trying to sell them, the bullshit that we're trying to sell them, things would be better. But fans are not stupid. And fans are not, you know, going to watch you release and re-release and re-release and reuse. And, and so they're just not going to take it. The Rancor taught them nothing. And now a $229 playset, I presume, is going to teach them nothing. You're never going to know how many of them sold and how many of them didn't. You no. bet after that has lab, you're never going to see that information again. I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised if there was another Star Wars has lab within a year. I would be surprised. I'd be shocked actually, because I can't imagine them wanting them wanting to put themselves out there like that again. It was embarrassing and it should have been. And, and to follow up with a $229 playset. Because it has a rotisserie, because it has <laughs> bottles and cups and fucking bullshit. It's one piece. It's molded. Go look at it. Go look at it. If you think it's worth two twenty nine, you're a fan of that shit. Go buy it. But I can't. I don't know a single person who saw it and is like, "Yeah, I gotta get that." Is just like that is a that is an easy sell. I'm totally sold. They had me at hello. A know? new grail. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just I just don't see that at all. I just don't see it. So anyway, that's that's the Hasbro screed of the week. Well, maybe that's we need uh, maybe we need production for Hasbro talk. We absolutely do. We need. Uh, I mean, somewhere... write that down on the list. Hasbro talk. All right, and it needs to be somewhere in the angry vein of uh, of here's where I stand. It's got to be very upbeat I, I, and you screaming. know what though. I want to approach it more like Stuart Smalley. You know? And now I, want, I time. want I want stupid fucking garbage. Why, why, why? Be somewhere <laughs> and, in it. I think that's and it. Now, and we'll go to Kev talking about Hasbro. And now Hasbro talk. 
like Stupid that. You're really calm. Garbage. And then if, why? I mean, if why? We... Why? Yeah, that's one of my favorites. I know what that, that box that play, set was. Right too. after, right after what you just said, then we do that, and then you talk. Yeah, that would be really funny. See, sandwich is onto something. You guys should coordinate on this. So the point I'm making, the point I'm making is that it's, I will praise anybody when they're doing good stuff. And I will call anybody to the mat who isn't. Hasbro Marvel Legends has been amazing in the last year. Amazing. Now, there have been some bumps. There have been uh, not ratcheted joints in the knees of a figure that's three feet tall two feet tall, whatever it is, there have been some bumps. By and large, they're killing it. 100% killing it. I don't know Transformers that well, but my understanding is the Transformer people are very happy with the way Hasbro's been doing stuff. That's what I understand it to be. I don't know. I understand that the Power Rangers people are very happy with the things that Hasbro has been doing since they've gotten the line. And I have to tell you, they are good-looking figures, six-inch figures. Good. They have uh, alternate heads and weapons and things. I don't know shit about them. There have even <laughs> been a couple of them, honestly, that I've seen, and I'm like, uh, you know, and I blame the Foosh for this too, um, in a good way, just so we're not going back down that road again. Uh, in a good way, I blame the Foosh because Robo over at the Foosh points out how you know these guys would make like just good sort of generic bad guys in a display fighting so and so and i start thinking i'm like oh you know that's a good idea display you say display shut up sandwich it'll happen one day <laughs> in my house <laughs> yeah, well maybe It'll be the it'll be the Big Kev memorial display. Honestly, it'll be house. the Big Kev mausoleum display. The That's army it. is finally That's built it. in there, and, and it's my, gonna and be and my and my uh, my glass not glass my my clear resin uh, uh, my clear resin sort of me inside of clear resin. Oh jeez, so that I never preserved I never, forever. Yeah, Kev, forever and ever, and I never Kev, deteriorate or anything. When I'm you just die, there do I have to card you too? Hysterical. When I put you in plastic, should I get a nice card for the back? Me being in resin would me be me in plastic, sir. Yeah, and, and you won't you won't be you won't be at rest laying down. You'll be standing up on a peg. I'll peg oh my a card, a giant <laughs> card. Yeah, a peg warmer forever. It's awesome. It's awesome how we make fun of my death. I'm gonna turn him <laughs> dead one day, and what are the fuck are you two gonna do? I'm gonna say what episode was that that we said that? Because we gotta play much, it. We gotta get that back. Somebody save that clip. Get that clip. <laughs> mark it. Mark it down. We need that clip. What's the resin? Isolate fund? it. Isolate it. <laughs> we can convert the Patreon to the resin fund. <laughs> the resin fund. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> on that pleasant note. <laughs> So, Sandwich, do you have more product for us this week? or No, I don't. I think I think you did a great job. What, what was I that, Sandwich? Like all the product. Thanks. Huh? What did you say? I, I, you cut out. He, I have he has no product, even though he went to the uh, Geek Stuff mailbox the other day, well, according to rumor. I don't believe it's true yet, because I haven't heard what he got. And you know, thirteen even I told boxes. Him, thirteen boxes. You want me to point out that I have thirteen boxes? Even though I told him there's a Grail in there, doesn't matter. 
Yeah, when you have 30 grails, when you have a, a red solo cup package amount of grails in the unit, a grail is not a grail anymore. It's just a solo cup. No, no, no. It's really a grail this time. Sure, sure. This time. Sure, this time for sure. The next grail then. The next grail, I'm going to treat like a solo cup. That's, that's not nice. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm starting to make plans, Sandwich. So I, no, I'd, mind, I'd, I'd mind my P's and Q's because, you know, you might get the phone call one day soon. About what? That you're here? Yeah. Because <laughs> you'll remember that one time that you yes. didn't know I was coming. Yes. Yeah. I got I a video. Keys. It doesn't matter. Video on the website at some point. I have your keys. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I have your life on my keychain. Wow. Uh, I, I hear the wrap-up music. I think we should do the plugs and get Are we out the pleasant wrap-up music? Are we smooth Wow, so wonderfully timed. Which, is it the jazzy? Is it the jazzy uh, wrap-up music? Smooth, I can't hear it. Jazz. I can make it the jazzy wrap Let's make it the jazzy wrap-up music. Okay, I'm going to do it Jonathan Schwartz style. Me and Cameron throwing barbs at one another and your smooth jazz comes in at the end. Hey there. This has been stuff episode 670 on a monday new york city and we're rolling into the wrap-up Okay, that's the Jonathan Schwartz part. All right, let's do the plugs. Uh, you can find your intrepid producer, West Coast Scott, as Piety Scott on the Instagram and the Twitter. And you can follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Hey, Intrepid, did you buy that website yet? Not yet. Intrepid? Since the beginning of the show? Uh, I will get to it. Um, if you want to follow the show, it is Geek Stuff TNG on all those places. And if you want to call us on the GVM line, 201-730-2547. Or send us an email. At geeksoftng at gmail.com. Right. Or you can uh, support us over on Patreon. Again, a dollar a month is a Discord server. $3 a month is the early bird special. $5 a month is the bonus round. And $10 a month, you get to watch all of this mess live and direct as uh, we have technical difficulties as we did today. Oh, yes. Sandwich? Mm -hmm. If we only had me. our little rascals opening, intrepid. On Instagram at Fat Dumbledore, F A T D O M B L E D O R E. Mr. Kev. Oh, I am uh, Big Kev GS on the Xbox Network, where, by the way, I still have not played Fortnite with okay. the sandwich who promises me week over week. And you can find you me on tonight? BK, BK Geek Stuff everywhere else. What are you doing after the show? I'm, I'm playing Fortnite. Then we're playing Fortnite. Probably right alone, but I'm playing. Then we'll play together right now. We'll figure it out. I'll uh -huh. text you. Okay, sure, sure you will. I will. What's the over under on that, Scott? Do you want to take? You want to take a? Want to take a chance on winning some money? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would. I would say you probably won't play it, but boom. I, my PC's already running. I can just. I can literally start Fortnite right now. Here, uh -huh. end the show. I'll start Fortnite. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Scott? I still I still don't buy it. I'll put I'll put a dollar on no Fortnite today. Boom. 
Do you have some social media, Scott? Did you say it already and I missed it? Uh, I did. It, it would be oh. time for you to give the title of the show. And, well, in uh, that case, then uh, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, the jazzy 670th episode of the program, to a close the way we end some episodes by saying... Wait, wait, wait. Did we title it? What's the title? I don't know. Did we? Did we title it somewhere along the line and I forgot? Somewhere. Sandwich tried to title it earlier, but I wasn't buying that title. It was great. You just didn't like it. <laughs> well, oh, wait, yeah, no, it's Afterlife. Like, you know, it's it's Afterlife. It's Geek Stuff TNG Afterlife. Oh, yeah. It was, no, it was In the Afterlife, in right? The afterlife. So you could use that, that song? Yeah, got it. All right. Because for, uh, for Ivan Reitman, yes. that sucks that he died. All right. So, so we called it In the Afterlife, and we'll bring it to a close the way we end some episodes by saying... Get rid of that music. Good night, OG. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music. Let's say it was the moon dust That drifted down from heaven Fall upon your shoulders And nestle in your eyes Let's say it was the moon dust With all its ancient powers Much more than any mortal Ever could devise And it made me love you And it made me never want to go away And it made me helpless And it made me always want to stay that way Let's say it was the moon dust That hides behind the moonlight It fell and set us free With its moon dust melody And it made me love you And it made me never want to go away And it made me helpless And it made me always want to stay that way Let's say it was the moon dust That hides behind the moonlight That fell and set us free With its moon dust melody And set us free with its moonest melody. All right, hey, all right, good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. All right, all right, you ready? Yes. Yeah. Roxanne!
You don't have to put on the red light. You don't have to sell your body to the night. All right, now I have a drop for next week, so that's good. I know you recorded it, Scott. Oh, absolutely. Okay, uh, let's get started. Geek Stuff TNG.